podcast by Sri, Freedom from Disturbing Thoughts and Feelings. Everyone is aware that for some time, when you're in deep sleep, there's no thoughts and there's no feelings that you're aware of that are disturbing you. So no matter what was happening in your life before you went to sleep, no matter what your mindset was, what it was ruminating about, what situations that you're dealing with in your mind, what feelings that came about through other interactions or situations at work or at home or with family. For some time when you're asleep, they appear to all be gone. You're not aware of them. But then, as soon as you say you woke up, what happens? That they come back to you. So if we start to examine that state that you were before you woke up, we see that there is a state that you are free from disturbing thoughts and feelings. But as soon as you wake up, you might observe that now the mind comes, the thoughts come. So now you've woken up into the waking state and the mind is activated and the thoughts will come that will remind you of the days before will remind you of things that you have to do that day or in the future. And as you wake up and do the things that you need to do in the morning, whatever the predominant situation is that's going on in your life will come into your head and the mind will begin to think about that situation. As you might have observed at times when things were going fairly well in your life, then the mind would still find something because the nature of the human being is such that it desires to preserve the life, it desires to take care of the body, and one desires to achieve as much happiness, satisfaction, gain, success that's possible, and reduce any pain, difficulties, problems, situations that are not bringing happiness, but that are bringing unhappiness or pain or discomfort or, or uneasiness or disease. So this is the nature of the human being and how it functions. So as we've said before many times, it's important to know that it's not your fault that the human system works this way. It just works this way. So as a human being, you have to be affected by all the thoughts, situations, and problems because the nature of the human being is such that it wants to achieve the maximum happiness and the minimum unhappiness and to preserve the human form so it's comfortable and easy. So if you're in the sun and it's too hot, you might put on a hat. If you're in the cold and you're too cold, you'll put on a coat or a blanket so that this is an innate experience of the human system that it has to protect itself from hot and cold from good and bad, from good and evil, and achieve that which will make it comfortable, easy, and free. So if you're just remaining on that level of the human being, then there's no hope, because as a human being, you will be affected by all the thoughts and all the situations that are going on in your life. But now as a meditator, you've come to see something different. You've come to see that now there's a knower that's knowing the thoughts, the experiences, the feelings, the situations. So in every experience, there's a knower, 
is that what you're knowing? The thought, the feeling, the person, the experience. And there's a process of knowing. So for the meditator now, something else is happening. And you're getting in touch with that very knower, with that pure being that re remains forever the same. So oftentimes, the situations come up here where people might ask, how can I remain unaffected from my thoughts? I become aware as soon as I wake up in the morning, I start to think about all my troubles, all my difficulties, all my challenges, everything that I desire that I don't have and would like to have, and so forth and so on. And for the human being, the human being wants to remain on the level of being a human being, being identified as a person with an ego, mind, intellect, and all its qualifications, and yet not have to suffer. Why not? Who wants to suffer? But we begin to become aware now that as a human being, this is how the system functions. So there's no hope on that level for it not to function that way. Just like you wouldn't expect that your refrigerator would boil water or that your stove would cool your food. It just doesn't work that way. So we need to find a different way. And that's why the sadhana is happening. And that's why you're listening to these podcasts every week because we now have to purify that human intellect mind system that functions that way and when we say to purify it what we mean is that now there's an awareness that what's left what's there behind all of that human mind intellect ego is you that pure being but all the training, all the schooling, all the teaching, all the parenting has been for you to believe yourself as a human being, person, identified as a body, as an ego. And now, through these practices, you want to get free from the ego. You don't want to be affected anymore by all these sometimes ridiculous and useful thoughts, fears about the future, anxieties that nothing can be do, done with right now and yet the mind still dwells on it all and still troubles you. So we begin the practice of meditation, as many of you have been doing now for many years. And then the question arises, okay, I'm meditating now. I've experienced or I've come to know a state of peace inside of myself. But again, as soon as I open my eyes, someone calls me on the telephone. I see my statement from my stockbroker my bank balance, I hear from my mother or my father or my children and there's some problem that's disturbing them or happening there, some illness, some difficulties with the bodies and there I am again, I'm affected again, I'm caught up again. So the meditator now wants to know the way out and one can try hard as you can but if you remain in the waking state, there really is no way out. There's no way not to be affected because that's how the system functions, as we just said before. So then what's the way out? And again, we return to the experience in deep sleep because in deep sleep, you were aware that there was a way out. You were asleep to your mind. So this gives us the information now that the way out 
is not to be engaged in your mind and your thinking. Not to make that your reality as what's real. Your thoughts and your feelings and your situations and your problems. But instead to be tuned in, to be tuned in to a higher awareness. We don't want to be in deep sleep all the time because obviously in deep sleep you can't function. You can't live your life and enjoy and see all the beauty and the great things that are around you and enjoy the people and your life. So it's not that we want to return now to deep sleep. However, you don't want to be a victim, as we said in one of the previous podcasts, to the illusion that you're stuck as this human being, body, mind, personality form. You want to be free from that. So in meditation, when we meditate on the knower, when you put your attention on the one who's knowing, the one who you were before you woke up, the one who you are while you're asleep in deep sleep, the one you are while you're dreaming, that you has not changed. So the person that's asking the question how not to be affected by the situation that just happened where somebody was mean to me or somebody mistreated me or somebody is having a problem that I'm involved in or the fear of loss, the fear of finances, how to be free from that, we've found out that you can't be free from that in the waking state. And that's why it's essential to meditate on the knower because the knower is already free from it. The knower has no problematic state of mind. The knower has no feelings up or down, good or bad. It's only the human system that gets hot and cold, that can be cut, wet, burnt, or dried, as it says in the Gita. But the self can never be cut, wet, burnt, or dried. The self is unchanging. So to remain tuned in to that which is unchanging, just like the sky, so many things can happen in it, The rain can come, the snow can come, the winds can come, the tornadoes and hurricanes can come, but the sky remains forever the same. Now that doesn't mean that those things don't happen. So that doesn't mean that for the meditator, nothing will happen. It just means that whether you're doing something, taking some action or not taking some action, you still remain forever the same as the non-doer. So that sameness or that state of freedom is what now you want to become established in. And then from becoming established in that, the human system still functions. Everything goes on in your life. People say this or say that and problems come and problems go and thoughts about the future come and thoughts about the past go and concerns come, whether financial or relationships. They all come, and you may even be aware that there's an effect in the system, just like if you're cold, there's an effect, so you do whatever you can to get warm, but you haven't changed. In the same way, thoughts or fears or anxiety might come, but you haven't changed. And they're just there as signals, so that you know if there is something that you can do to improve it, you do it. If, it, if there isn't anything you can do right in the moment, then you stay with your bliss, you stay with your freedom. So in meditation, this state of bliss or freedom is now being cultivated more and more and more and more. And you come to see more and more and more and more 
that the thoughts are changing, the situations are changing, the problems are changing. So you don't get so stuck or fixed in them as if that is the ultimate reality of your life. You know the very life that you are. You know the very being that you are who is forever pure, forever free, forever uninvolved. This takes practice as you've come to see. But the practice is that you become aware as soon as you wake up in the morning what appears is what's called vasana. Vasana has been translated as desire but what it really means is where you live, where you place yourself. So if you now place yourself fully in the waking state as a waking state person, human being, then the experiences have to be the way they've always been. If you keep doing that same thing, you'll keep getting the same result, as the saying goes. So instead, you become aware of who you were before the vasana arose, who you've always been. Just like the sun shines all of its rays, and we see the rays, and we don't see the sun, but the sun is the source of the rays. In the same way, you are that source, you are that pure being, you are forever pure and forever free. So to be free from all the disturbing thoughts, feelings, fears, anxieties, worries and doubts, desires that sometimes you can satisfy and sometimes you can't, you have to know yourself that free being. And that only comes from meditation. That only comes from tuning in to that free being that you've always been. And this is the purpose of listening to these podcasts as much as possible, because it takes practice. And the practice doesn't mean that you practice, 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 and someday you'll get to experience some amazing state where you're always blissful and never affected by anything. Practice means in this moment, know yourself, pure, free, forever, and accept that as who you are, rather than accepting that you're the mind, you're the problems, you're the difficulties. So we make that noticeable shift. We change our view to knowing yourself as knower, as pure, free, forever. And then, just like when you're in deep sleep, everything is happening around you. The bank balance is the same. The taxes are the same. The situations are the same. But you're free. In the same way, when you wake up, situations will come and go. Problems will come and go. But you remain forever the same. And of course, the beauty of this is from this balanced, purified state we are no longer a victim to that illusion like we talked about last time, then your clarity of mind is so great, is so vast, you know yourself as that infinite prosperity of the universe. You know the oneness that you are and that all is. So now you act from that rather than acting from fear, from agitation, from worry. Because you know when you act from disturbing emotions, what the effect can be. But now instead, you're only moving in the flow and the current of that divine consciousness, and then it just moves you from beyond, just like a puppet held by some strings and being moved. You're moved 
from the grace of the higher awareness and then whatever is needed will come to you because you are all of it it is all you and from that oneness from that freedom you remain who you are what's left now as that you alone Kevalya, the vision of oneness that you've always been when you're not engaged in the vasana or in the movement of vritti that carries you off into identity with your own body and mixes you up as that knower becoming mixed or identified as just a body and a mind and a personality which now we've come to see are just the tools it's the puppet that the puppeteer moves around but you the knower the divine puppeteer knows itself and remains forever free and pure amaram and maduram immortal and blissful you are amaram ham maduram ham amaram ham maduram ham